0: inside the raw report (laughs) this song is such a good song i am your host robin Ayers, with you monday through friday 6 to 7 p.m on that drive home or already at home or wherever you are i'm glad that you are tuning in today That song right there, uh, obviously, we are talking about, that came straight from Hustle & Flow, actually one of the bigger songs from the movie Hustle & Flow. And if you've seen our flyer, we are talking about Hustle & Flow today, specifically Terrence Howard. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But I'm so happy that you are with us today. Uh, it's been a great Tuesday so far. I hope you. I hope the same for you, actually. And uh, if you're in L.A., listen, I hope you are navigating your way around this 10 freeway shutdown. I mean, it has completely shut down indefinitely. We don't know anything about uh, the repairs or anything quite yet. But I hope it's not, you know, throwing you too much off of your game for you, for you L.A. drivers over here. Um, Listen, we have a great show lined up for you today. And if you want, you can go ahead and call us i love talking to you guys i love when you call in and you um share your your opinions or your stories with us that's always fun so you could do that by calling 1-800-920-1580 you can also join us right now over in our youtube chat because that is always a fun time shout out to you guys already joining me over there Uh, so good to see you in here you can find us at kvla1580 All of our shows, as a matter of fact, on the weekdays are right here on KBLA 1580 inside of our YouTube. So go ahead. Just join us. Join us over there. Um, Okay, so there are a few updates in terms of music. This, This all comes from music, actually. Andre 3000. Here's the thing. If you don't know, Andre 3000 is one of the top, at least top 10, lyricists. Who's who's ever touched the mic? I mean, he's he was uh, obviously um, half of the group, Outkast, one of the biggest, one of the greatest. People still reference him to this day. They reference his style, his cadence, his his bars. They reference everything. But you know, it's been a while since we've heard from Andre 3000, and actually, for over for over several years now, people have just seen him popping up in the most interesting places on the in a, in a I don't know he's in McDonald's but he'll be on the street somewhere in a random city and he will be playing his flute so all kinds of people have taken selfies with him he's just on the street literally playing the flute and he announced that he is dropping his album on November 17th and people were really happy about it because initially you thought Andre 3000, the rapper, is coming back with an album. But he says, no, 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 <laughs> no bars. It is all flutes. His album, New Blue Sun, is dropping and there will be nothing but flute playing. OK, so he wants to make that known. He says it's on the front of the album. There's a disclaimer on there. He doesn't want anybody to be upset because you cannot expect any rapping from Andre 3000. So. Of course, people are talking about that on Twitter and people are all up in their feelings about that. Andy, are you in your feelings or you got to just accept it for what it is?
1: No, that's why he's overrated.
0: <laughs> I wasn't. Ex- no, I was not expecting that. Hold on a second, because that's a whole battle right there. Speak on it. That's you can't you can't. How do you demean this man's skills the way that you are? Overrated? Yeah that's that's such a huge insult
1: i think i think his peak was uh what was that the love below and that wasn't even a hip-hop album like that and people call him this great lyricist which uh, i'm not gonna take his talent away he can he can rap but let's be real you know what i'm saying 19 the early 90s when he came out with outcast other catalytic playlistic music or whatever whatnot <laughs> where, where, where cats call andre three stacks the, the the dopest well, MC at
0: that time. Okay, maybe well so if you're if you're saying that not at that time, you still can't deny the fact that he was so influential. And once you become an influencer and people and they and they are inspired by your flow, they're inspired by your lyrics, you have to admit then you start to yeah, you your your ranking has to go up.
1: Honestly, I would I would rank big boy higher than Andre 3000.
0: Okay. We going yeah, yeah, No, I'm, this is not to take anything away from big boy. Shout out to <laughs> outcast, but this show is not about Andre 3000. We'll talk about that at another time because Andy wants to go there. Uh, <laughs> um, also Tupac, Tupac has been nominated for his fifth Grammy. And this could be the one you guys, um, this could be 27 years after his death. He could uh, possibly receive a Grammy. Um, it would be it would really make my heart smile if he did um this is going to be for Hulu uh, docuseries, Dear Mama, the saga of Afini and Tupac Shakur. I don't know if, we, if you guys have seen that, but if you have, let me know. Drop that in, in our YouTube chat if you've seen it. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully that could be the case. I think that will make everybody uh, pretty happy. Drake and J. Cole are going on tour. If you are a person who likes to go to concerts and you like Drake and you like J. Cole, both of them are high-quality high, high quality artists. Trust me on that one. Um, they're starting their tour together in uh, January, actually, twenty. 24 andy what you got
1: to say? <laughs> i mentioned this before but what happened to the break drake
0: I uh, he said he wasn't putting out any more music for a while okay okay, okay so right. touring could be different all right so um shout out to, to drake and j cole if you want to go to that uh concert make sure you get your tickets they are going on sale right now all right um with that being said i have a question of the day hello to you guys over in our youtube the question of the day it's 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 Thanksgiving time. It's Thanksgiving time. So Baskin Robbins debuted a an an ice cream. Okay, you already know they got thirty one flavors, but this flavor. Okay, I'll read it to you verbatim. So you let me know if this is going to be something you're interested in. I will put it in the poll because I'm very interested. What are your taste buds looking like this Thanksgiving <laughs> season? Okay, so the, it's a limited edition, of course, but the flavor is. A, quote, combination of sweet potato and autumn spice ice cream mixed with honey, cornbread pieces, and swirls of ocean spray cranberry sauce. <laughs> Are you getting the limited edition Thanksgiving ice cream from Baskin Robbins? Andy's face already looks like a no-no. Uh, but I want to know what you guys think in YouTube. What, what, Andy?
1: <laughs> I was with it until the cranberry sauce came into it.
0: Oh, okay. Then then that's where you failed because cranberry is a must. But I love
1: it... cranberry sauce. That's the crazy thing. I'm just, the creamy aspect of it kind of scares me. I don't know. I
0: don't you know. probably It's probably so interesting that you just have to try it. Uh, I want to know if you guys are going to try that. I will definitely put that inside of our YouTube poll. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report, Andy.
2: Now it's time for a breakdown.
0: Okay, Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats spent... A hundred thousand dollars in higher education. And this is this is after realizing that, you know, he wasn't as smart as he thought he was. There are all kinds of things in life that make you think that you are smart. Uh, However, he he realized pretty quickly, even after becoming very successful, a multimillionaire and all of those things, he realized he wasn't as smart as he wanted to be. So he went ahead and uh, and extended his his knowledge And uh, and and invested in college and in a higher education, which is fantastic. This goes in line with what I've been saying about college for this this group, this generation, these group of kids who are now graduating high school. So many people will tell them just go ahead and get a trade. We're going to open up this conversation because I think it's important and I think it's a good one. We're also going to talk about Terrence Howard and the fact that he only was paid $12,000 for Hustle and Flow. I don't know if that shocks you or not. It shocks me because when you think of the business, a lot of people who are outside of the business and you're just looking, I know this I know this firsthand. I've been around around the industry for a long Long time. A lot of people who are in the industry, actors, singers, and things like that, where so many people think once you are seen on a television, you're rich, okay, or you're pulling in some some consistent income. Well, that's not the case. And Terrence Howard seems to be doing something about it. Uh, we'll talk about that and what that looks like, and who else has um, gone after. Networks and uh, production companies for royalties that they say that they are owed. Uh, we'll we'll break it down. Terrence Howard says you got to you got to pay me, okay? Uh, we'll break that down on the other side with our contributor who is on the line with us today. You are listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Stay right there. Hey, what's up? It's your
1: girl BB, and you're listening to me on the Raw Report on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. <laughs>
0: Okay. I'm already laughing at the at the response over here in in our YouTube Whole The question of, of if those of you who are just joining us right now, the question is, are you trying this ice cream, sweet potato mixed with honey cornbread pieces and cranberry sauce? Now, remember, that's just the flavor. That's the flavor. That's not they're They're not going to have literal uh, cornbread to my knowledge, but this is just the flavor. Uh, OK, you guys let me know if that's how you're feeling this Thanksgiving. But right now, let's go ahead and get to our contributor of the day, Cheyenne Corinne. Hello to you, Cheyenne.
3: Hey, Robin. What's Hi. up? Hi. Uh, what's up? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I
0: know. I don't know. Well, what's up with that, Cheyenne? I mean, where have you been? <laughs> um, because I missed the week.
3: This this Daylight Saving has your girl down bad. <laughs> I know.
0: I'm telling I'm you, seriously, most times I'm at home and it's, you know, it, it'll be, I don't know, eight o'clock and it feels like it's midnight. It, it's just the strangest thing in the world. It's messing it with us really all, is. yeah. But I'm messing glad you too are here today. We gotta stay on our vitamin D. I'm glad I'm telling too. you, yes, vitamin. All the vitamins. We, you know, we're talking about that. This is, you know, we just had Doctor Sabie's daughter Kelly Bowman on the show yesterday. She was talking to us mm-hmm. about our health and um, for you, for all of you who had not tuned in. Go to Sabiesdaughters.com. She gives you a whole grocery list of all these wonderful things Ooh. that you should be including in your diet. She sells all kinds of products. So definitely something I to love that. Uh, yeah, something to take a look at, especially going into this Thanksgiving, you know, season where we're gonna be tearing oh, yeah. up all this other food. Um Okay, so Cheyenne, you are a very smart woman. Um, so I, I really I look you, forward. As are you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I, I look forward to having this conversation because Swiss Beats, um, and we all know him. He is at this point, he is a, a global talent. So many people know him for his producing mega hits and. Um, He's transcended really just hip hop. I mean, he started out in hip hop, but he's transcended really. He's become so much. And a lot of that, in his opinion, is really thanks to him going back to school. He he made mention, he's on a tour right now. If you I don't know if you've heard of this show that he has coming to uh Hulu. It's called Drive with Swiss Beats, where he and his son, his son Nasir, Dean they're going to be going around to six different cities taking a look uh at the the driving culture and just behind the scenes and talking to a lot of people which I think is a really cool idea and the fact that he has his son with him and is sh- showing his son sort of a different side to to life um but as they're going on this on this press tour talking Swiss Beats opened up about the fact that You know, he started in the music business when he was just 17 years old. And, you know, he had he had great success as a producer, obviously, Rough Riders and, you know, DMX, that whole that whole um, click over there. But then he he transcended. He went to start working with different people. But he says that uh, basically your talent can make you feel like you're more educated than you are. And then he said a hit record can make you feel extra smart. But millions of dollars can make you feel extra, extra smart. And then at some point you realize that you are not as smart as you think. And I thought that was so profound because a lot of people, Cheyenne, they will become successful and just stop at that. They will stop at making millions of dollars. But he he said, no, Mm -hmm. um, I want to become smarter. I want to become more educated because at that point, uh, though he had made all this money and sure millions of people knew who he was. He said, um, what did the, what did the next 10 to 20 plus years of my life look like? He wanted to do business. And, you know, you you surround yourself with business people going into boardrooms. And he invested one hundred thousand dollars in going back to Harvard Business School. Um, can you talk about about that? Can you talk about sort of the education that, This is a conversation Mm -hmm. that we've been having lately just in terms of this generation thinking that maybe you can just go to trade school, which is great. I'm not knocking any of it. But so many people are just against going to college, getting a higher education. What do you say about that?
3: Uh, It's so hard because, you know, today we see so many people that are successful, doing so many great things without college degrees. But I think that it is a little bit harder sometimes it sometimes honestly it is just a piece of paper yeah. but sometimes that piece of paper gets you in a room or even makes you qualify to even be interviewed for something mm. and it's unfortunate because there's a lot of different reasons of why people don't go to school like the cost Um, And, you know, today there's so many ways you can learn things like by just going on the Internet, watching YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. reading articles. But you really won't be considered for some things if you don't have um, that degree. And I feel like we've been seeing a lot of celebrities go back to school because especially when we're talking about business and being in these rooms, maybe with people who don't look like you, it sucks. But sometimes they won't respect you if you don't have that piece of education. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people are realizing is like, hey, I have all this money, I have all this success, but people still are not looking at me like I know what I'm doing and that I'm up to par. And I just think I can completely understand why he feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's one thing that I always was like raised on is like education is something that really just, cannot be taken away from you it Mm -hmm. it really cannot be taken away from you it's invaluable a lot of things can be taken away from you Mm -hmm. um but your education really um cannot so I I I
0: understand Mm -hmm. Mm. wow uh so so many great points that you made I want to go ahead and get to um Fahima who's a scholar in her own right let's get to Fahima how are you today Fahima
2: Hey Robin. Um greetings to your uh contributor. Just very quickly, Hi. it's not Hi, it's not about uh, being smarter. One go, one learns or goes back to school in order to obtain knowledge because so one has to have the aptitude to begin with. Nick Cannon, remember Nick Cannon? In the midst of his career, he went to Howard and got his college degree. He got his undergraduate degree. So, and and, and going and getting a business degree. That's simply going to help him, you know, in pers- pursuing and doing. You know, he doesn't have to rely on other business people. He will be able to, he'll be in those places and know, you know, what he's doing. uh, He'll know what he's doing as well. Puff Daddy even talked about the same thing. You know, when he was at Howard, he acquired information that helped him to be successful in the boardroom. So going back to school has nothing to do with being smart. But essentially, essentially,
0: Fahima, that is what you're saying, though. I mean, if you're saying you, you just made a, a an entire statement about, you know, getting, th- figuring out things on your own, not having to rely on other people, essentially. And once you become uh, more educated and you gain those those skills now you can go into these rooms now you can go around certain people and you can fend for yourself you can uh you can navigate those waters of of waters that you di- you, you weren't comfortable navigating before because you didn't know the lingo where you didn't you just weren't educated in that mean, way that is
3: that's that that is
0: smarter that's that that is smarter i mean people or or are you saying are you saying that okay. um that that gaining another skill set um is not equal to you becoming smarter?
2: No, you've acquired addition, additional skills. It's being smart is something that's organic. When I'm writing these letters of recommendation for people that go to graduate school, I talk about them having the intellect and the aptitude. Some people can teach themselves things. Some people are self-taught. That's being smart. But you go to school, post-secondary education, and acquire information that you don't know. I don't want to eat up your time because you you need more time, but, but there's a distinction between being smart and acquiring knowledge and education okay i I, I,
0: I hear your point I take your point i um i I disagree slightly he did also talking about he talked about becoming more educated um and at the end of the day this is his experience these are we can't we can't negate what he what his journey is right so um my thoughts um Cheyenne anything that you wanted to add to that i i, I completely i agree I think she I think fatima has some really great points what do you think rob Yeah, no, I mean, uh, agree. I hear what you're saying. I hear that uh, she's saying... That's something that comes organic, and people can teach themselves. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That goes to your point of saying, you know, you couldn't tell me nothing during the pandemic. I went to YouTube University, and I learned all kinds of things. Okay, I learned how to do my hair. I learned how to. I learned how to start a podcast. Just doing research. Those, those are, you know, when you have the, the 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 knack to research and do things like that. Of course, I totally understand it, but. Why then are so many other people going back to uh, to college, T- to your other point, um, Cheyenne, you said so many successful people who have already uh, become millionaires and become successful in their own right. Why are they going back to college? Because we have, I believe in my this is my opinion. I know more people than not who want to expand their 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 mind, their mindset. They want to learn more. They want to become more educated. Uh, I know more people than not. I also think that it's, for me, I really didn't particularly
3: feel like I got smarter in college, mm-hmm. um, but I became more worldly, if that that's makes another, sense. That's another I great point. I yeah. sometimes feel like when I come across people um, that may have not went Sometimes it's a hit to their pride when they're in rooms full of people that have degrees, especially if they have advanced degrees. We start talking master's. We start talking doctorate degrees. I sometimes don't know if it's so much about that or like this sense of I can do it, that they always maybe felt like you know, they weren't able to do it before. And I think sometimes for some people, it's just to prove to themselves, hey, you know what? I am smart. I can do it. And that's kind of what I feel like I was hearing from Swiss Beats is he maybe didn't have that much confidence in his intellectual ability. And now it's like, this may be a way of him proving to himself even more than proving anything to other people. And I think that that's very real having conversations with people um, that may have regretted it.
0: Mhm. Um, Andy, did you want to make a point?
1: Yeah, real quick. I think there's a, a, a networking social aspect to college yeah. that people tend to forget about. You know what I'm saying? Being in a room with other people that's on the grind, trying to make uh, uh, better situations of themselves, mm-hmm. I think that's always a good thing.
0: Yeah, no, I mean... Obviously, I can I used to be one of those people who said, no, if you don't feel as though you don't need college, don't go to college. And there are all kinds of trades. There are all kinds of things you can do uh in lieu of going to uh, to, to uh, you know, pursue a higher education. However, going on this journey with my own two daughters who are now pursuing college it has opened my mind tremendously. I've, I've not that I was blind to it or naive to it before, but it's different when you are actually going on this, on this path and on this journey with people that you love and care about and see what they're seeking. Um, and Deborah Chicoa over here in our YouTube says the skill of critical thinking is another benefit of attending college, learning how to think, absolutely. Um I agree with you on that. Right now though, we've got our news traffic in sports. You are listening to The Raw Report. We'll continue this on the other side on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: What's going on? What's going on everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker and I'm on The Raw Report. <laughs>
0: are tuned in to the Raw Report on KBLA Top 1580. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you are just joining us, we're having ourselves a lovely conversation with our contributor who's on the line with us today. We're talking Swiss Beats and the fact that he went back to school. He actually spent a $100,000 investing in his higher education. He went back to Harvard Business School because he said even after making millions of dollars, having hits and using his talents, some of your talents can make you think that you're smart. And he says when you make millions of dollars, you think you're extra, extra smart. But then you look up at some time and... um, you realize that you are not as smart as you are. So those are his words. This is his journey. He went back to Harvard business school to acquire an education that would lead him into the next 10 to 20 and uh, maybe even more years of his life because he wanted to become an entrepreneur. And in that he, he definitely has, he's become an entrepreneur and successfully navigated the, the waters of business. And he attributes that to going back to school. Um, You guys over here in YouTube right now, um, most of you, I guess, 67 percent right now say if you were already successful, you would still invest in a higher education. And I think it's funny because uh, it, it seems like that's the innate that's innately in us where. You know, I remember when I went to high school, I wasn't when I graduated high school, I wasn't in the conversations of of going to college. I just wasn't the girl. I I wanted immediately to get out into into the real world, into life and experience things for myself. And I wasn't in that group of kids who were, you know, going to the counselors offices and excited about filling out applications for college. But it wasn't until a couple of years after that I felt stagnant. I felt like I didn't know much. I felt like I, I, maybe I had some skills, but I just didn't know where it could lead me. It was that moment that I decided, okay, I want to go back to school. I want to pursue some sort of higher education and uh, and retain you know different skill sets and so I feel like Cheyenne most people are like that like we were talking about you said you, you're noticing Definitely. a lot of people are doing that a lot of people are a lot of and I want to make this clear a lot of successful people are still mm-hmm. saying you mm-hmm. know what I want to I want to learn more and mm-hmm. I do I do believe that going back to school can sometimes mean that you want to get smarter you get smarter by reading more you learn more you ask more questions you are um introduced to other other subjects and things that you weren't once privy to so um I I completely agree like
3: I I have a master's and I've been thinking about going back for to law school because there's things that I'm navigating you know when I'm signing like tv contracts and stuff I gotta hire a lawyer that's money there's Mm -hmm. so many things even when I'm talking about things on the news you know there's a lot of things that goes hand in hand with law and I'm like I want to know these things no do I need it but I do feel like it'll take me to the next level so I feel like even if you do have quote-unquote higher
0: education sometimes you just want to learn more Mm mm-hmm Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, And last thing I will say on that is I want to salute to Deborah Chicoa because she is pursuing her her higher education. She's getting a uh, Ph.D. And I think that that's wonderful for, you know, I don't think that's in my cards. However, it's showing that it's very possible um, for my children who are pursuing a higher education. So um, shout out to you. Deborah Chicoa um all right let's go ahead and move on let's talk about this whole Terrence Howard thing Terrence Howard as you know he announced in 2019 that he was retiring from acting well he came back and started acting a little bit more but then just last year in 2022 he said no for real for real this time I'm I am retiring from acting so we really hadn't seen much from him we all know that um He really kind of came on the scenes as well as Taraji P. Henson and um, Anthony Anderson and all these wonderful people who were acting in that movie Hustle and Flow. And he just opened up about some of the money that he earned from a couple of his projects. Let's take a listen to Terrence Howard and uh, we'll discuss it right after that.
4: I want to get rid of the unions. SAG has done nothing. Check this out. I made $12,000 for doing Hustle and Flow. And then on top of it, what Paramount did, <laughs> instead of putting my name as Terrence Howard performing the, the songs, right. they put performed by DJ. Well, they own DJ. So guess what? The performance royalties went to Paramount. They went, Wait a so minute. They didn't go to Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. They went $12, to $12,000. That's all I ever made from Hustle and Flow. Everything else went right back into Paramount. So now I got to sue Paramount or send them a letter. Are you serious? I got to send them a letter to say, hey, you guys owe me about 20 years worth of residuals and and performance royalties. But I didn't know. I was just trying to to pay my rent then. I made $6,000 doing crash crash and I remember the movie Crash. Yes, that's right. That's right. The business don't pay actors anything. That's why we're. That's why the strike is going on. Actors are struggling. As you and I were kind of joking earlier, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, it is hard <laughs> unless you do it right.
0: <laughs> oh, that was a nice play on words. Um, wow, Cheyenne. Okay, so it's hard out here for a pimp. We know that song. It- I I could not believe it. I really could not believe it actually won an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 2006. It was ranked number 80 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Now, when that movie, Hustle and Flow, came out, I think it just hit so hard with the culture because so many people could relate to it. So many people could relate to just being in the hood and just doing whatever you can to try to... You know, use the talents that you have to get you to a to a better place. And he's saying he only made twelve thousand dollars from that from that film. Um, Number one, are you surprised by that? And then number two, he he also mentioned that because that song, you know, it was Terrence Howard who performed that song, but they're still using it as his character sang that song, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't get any residuals from it. Give me your take on that, um, and I'll, I'll tell you mine after.
3: I feel like, I mean, obviously, I definitely agree that people should be paid. I almost feel like this goes hand-in-hand hand a little bit with the, with the education conversation mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't realize, you said a key word, the performer. Usually, the performer, the person you're seeing, is getting paid the least. It's those people behind the scenes in the suits, whether that's the person on the basketball court, whether it's Mm. the person on the TV presenting your news, whether it's the actor, those people behind the scenes you don't see are always profiting off of the quote unquote talent. Mm. So I, it doesn't surprise me. um, Unfortunately. Now, if there was um, a case to where they do truly owe him money, Absolutely. He should get his money. And this also goes back to what I was saying about the law degree and these contracts, because there's like you think that you're reading a contract and you're like, okay, this looks good. But one word in there Mm -hmm. that, you know, lawyers understand may be something that literally gives your rights away and it's coded in there that you don't understand. So. I really don't know the situation, but obviously if he's old money, he should get it. But it's, I don't think that it's as simple as
0: that. Mm
2: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Andy.
1: I think it's a lost cause for him.
0: You think it's a lost cause? It's
1: a lost cause. Simply just like (laughs) what, uh, Ms. Cheyenne said, you know, it, it's a word, right? It's, it's one thing to be an actor and it's one thing to be a performer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The performer is DJ. It's not Terrence Howard. Mm. If his if if he was you know Terrence Howard as a performer, then he would have got paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's crazy when it comes to business. Sometimes you can come into a business as an individual, or you can come in as yourself as a business as an LLC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of legalese that that you know what I'm saying impacts both situations. Mm. So based off of that, based off of what he just said. I don't think he has a winning case, unfortunately.
0: Let, that's sad, actually. Um, yep. Let me ask you both a question and, and give me your, your your thoughts on this. Do you believe that the more influence you have, um, the bigger name that you have, even if you were a lost cause, even if your contract says that you are um, out of luck here, Do you believe that if you had a large name and you had a large influence that you could possibly uh, push push the needle a little bit more? Um, I'm asking this because, um, as we know, uh, Monique, she's been another one saying that she's she's in the process of suing um, for royalties for for the Parkers, her television show. Yeah. Monique, uh, Countess Vaughn and anybody else who was a part of that that show was a great show, but they all signed contracts. Do you believe that if it were, um, I don't know, a Denzel, let me just use that name just, you know, hypothetically, if it were Denzel who were saying, no, you guys owe me. I didn't know any better at the time or it was that one word that was a little ambiguous. I didn't necessarily know what it meant, um, but you guys understood it. Maybe it was coded to where where, uh, like you mentioned, Cheyenne, you guys understood it, my lawyers and or or you guys who wrote the the lawyers who who actually drafted this contract but I didn't understand it um does does influence and power give you a, a you know a, a better hand up to fight something like
3: this uh, I unfortunately maybe I mean more than like uh more than like a normal person definitely mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think that these people care to be honest because the people at the top with the crazy money and the crazy power they're rich for a reason they're usually not rich for being considerate and caring you know that's how they stay yeah, rich yeah. so i i don't
0: i don't think they really care about the name i think it's like hey you signed this this is what it said deal done mm. okay i think andy agrees with you what was interesting is that uh terrence howard mentioned initially he was saying you know he may have to sue um, Paramount, but then he said, "Well, I'll send them send them a letter." And um, what could work in his favor is this new contract, this new three year deal that has um, that has you know landed now that the strike is over with sag after um it could work in his favor because i know they're working out all kinds of like royalties and streaming and things like that i just don't know and i'm this is not to have anything against terrence howard's relevancy this is just to say he he clocked out of the business he said i'm retiring so there is no um sort of maybe even future relationship to be had, you know, Um, so I just don't know how this is going to work for him, but someone, I, I was reading all kinds of comments about this and somebody said, you know what, you, you should have hired the, the right lawyers, but he said he was just trying to pay his rent. He's just trying to pay it. You know how many people end up in a situation signing a contract because right then and right there, they just need the money. Andy.
1: Oh <laughs> that's what these businesses do. They take advantage of individual I think they take advantage of people's desperation sometimes to make a living. You know what I'm saying? And then they they word these contracts to where the business is gonna save money on their end. They're gonna give you, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna give you a little something, something. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna give you what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, the business is trying to make a profit. They're trying to save some ends. And if that means I gotta change your name to DJ as opposed to Terrence Howard, so I could recoup more of that money. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do as a business person.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear that. Um, Lavelle uh, in in our YouTube says that song was made by 3-6 Mafia. Um, I hear that, but as, as the person who performed the song <laughs> – I don't know. Does he get any points from that? Um, that's what he's trying to go after. Um, anyway, I don't know. We don't know what is going to happen from this this letter that Terrence Howard is going to send. He he corrected himself in saying he was not going to sue, but send them a letter. Hopefully something could be worked out because, you know, that from what it's reported, that film uh, brought in twenty two million dollars across the United States and Canada. Sounds like he deserved a little bit more than $12,000. He was the star of the film. So anyway, um, Cheyenne, please don't wait too much longer to come back to The Rob Report. We love you here. I promise I won't. I won't. (laughs) I love y'all too. We appreciate you. Where can everybody find you online? You
3: You can find me on all social media platforms at Cheyenne CheyenneCorence,
0: C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. C-O-R-I-N. Thank you, Robin. Thank See you guys. so much. Have a good night. And um, When we come forward, uh, we are going to get to who's got next and what not to miss. On the other side, you're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there.
1: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Eric Bellinger, hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, I hear your point. <laughs> Fahima says that Terrence Howard his deal was prior I mean much much prior to uh the new contract he shot without an attorney. I hear your point. Um we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Terrence Howard. Hopefully, uh they will do right by him even if it's just to do right by him. We don't know. Um, Leila, she says that, yes, the performer is DJ, but when they run the credits, DJ is played by Terrence Howard, so they are doing him wrong. I mean, we don't know. We all have our opinions. I guess, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm hopeful that all things can be worked out. Um, okay, let's go ahead and get into our Who's Got Next. He was on our show last week, and... Um, we didn't get to play any of his music, but uh, this is the gentleman who you saw sitting here in the studio with me. His name is Rob Morat, and this is featuring Adina Temby. This is called Love Me, Love. Like you never gonna run away. Not me, love, Like you was always Rob Marat featuring Adina Timbi. That's called "Love Me Love." DJ Black 909 says, "Bob in my head." Okay, okay, okay. We feeling that? Um, wow. Very, very interesting conversations. Um, I'm loving. I'm love. By the way, I've been loving these last several conversations. Just really kind of, you guys know what I like to do. I like to find. The topics that are that are out there, finding what's going on in entertainment, who's talking about what, but something with substance. Right. You know, that's what it's all about, in my opinion. Um, What I don't want you to miss. Hopefully you did not miss Omar Epps on the Tavis Miley show this morning. That was a great, um, great interview. They had a a really nice conversation about Omar Epps' career, but also his new book that he uh, just wrote, Nubia, The Reckoning. Um, But what I don't want you to miss is the rest of this week. Listen, Geraldo Rivera is coming on Tavis Smiley show tomorrow. You're also not going to want to miss Thursday. And that is because um, you you know her, writer, activist, and educator, Nikki Giovanni. She'll be on, on Thursday as well as jada pinkett smith who we've been talking about for quite some time now she will be on tavis's show on thursday as well talking about her now viral book worthy so you don't want to miss those two um Definitely have a great night, a blessed night. Thank you so much, Houston, Texas. Anook, am I pronouncing it right? Forrest Harrison, DJ Black, or yeah, DJ Black 909. Thank you to Deborah Chicoa, Fahima, Penny Thompson. I appreciate all of you guys. Terry, Tari, all of you who are ch- uh, chiming in today, definitely appreciate you. Don't miss tomorrow. You know we right back at it. You know that's how we get down, right? And it's going to be... um Hump Day, Hump Day Wednesday. So we're going to be midway through the week and I'm excited about it. Uh, thank you so much for joining me in all the engagement today. You don't want to ch- change the dial. I kid you not. You don't want to because you already know the Zoe Williams is up next. The voice of reason is about to drop fire like he always does. I love the energy that he comes into the studio with. He is always dropping fire. It was a great conversation yesterday. He's about to have another one today. You guys, I am Robin Ayers. I thank you so much. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBL